Hey guys, Andre here with the Wings Mobile Detailing Podcast. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we have a guest here today. We're in his garage. Do you find yourself not professionally satisfied? As if your current job limits you? The answer, entrepreneurship. Wings Mobile Detailing is completely reinventing what auto care means. And with that comes opportunity. We offer you a chance to leverage our five-star franchise business model. You will be taught everything from personal self-development all the way to business modules and tactics. By investing with us, you will be surrounded by big thinkers, successful individuals, and the infinite potential to own a business with all the right tools, training, and support. Build that six-figure income all while managing your business from your home or on the go. Seen online on his beautiful setup vans that he created. He custom build uh, detailing vans for detailers who are starting out, and we're working together as well for people who wants to get a beautiful van setup and also start business already with clients on their calendar. So here we have uh, Rauda. Yeah. My name from is Tony Ralda. Yeah, Tony yes. Ralda from Ralda Details, and yeah. <laughs> All right, nice to see you again. Nice man. to see you, brother. Thank yeah, you. That, that video did. I think we got a lot of uh, people interested in learning more, seeing actually your uh, your place around here. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna reserve that for the end. All right, sounds good. Yeah, yeah but on we're both immigrants. I'm from Brazil. Oh, you're from Brazil. And, yeah, we're both immigrants here. And it's interesting because I'm sure you have a backstory um, of how you first started your business, but even before that, your background. Yeah. How was it, man? Well, uh, pretty much, first of all, once again, uh, Tony from Rolla Details. And um, the first thing I want to say, guys, is just bear with me. My English is not the best. Oh, man, <laughs> it's not that great, yeah. but uh, just bear with me. But I'm going to try to do my best for you guys. So anyways, I came to United States in 2006 and mm -hmm. right away um, I start pretty much working as a electrician but before that uh, in Guatemala I start working when I was 10 years 10 years old pretty much oh, okay. uh, in Guatemala yeah, on our countries like some some people not everybody but some people yes. we have to start working kind of early to kind of help you know our parents or stuff like that yes. it's uh, a different you're bringing up your the bringing up in the childhood is different than exactly. more fortunate country yeah yeah like the u.s yeah so anyways well my one of my reasons was first of all is because i was not the best one in the school uh -huh. <laughs> so and but i like to do things i like yeah. to work it and makes you a great entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways yeah. like i started when i was 10 years and Pretty much I started working at a mechanical shop where it was a mechanic shop. They do, uh, uh, they paint vehicles. It was a body shop as well. And they used to weld stuff, you know, like do welding and things yes. like that. So that yes. there is where I pick up uh, some knowledge on, on put things together, you know, okay. pretty much. Yeah. But now when it comes to the detailing, um, one of the things that I have to say is my father, he passed away when I was eight years old. Oh, yes. And, but we was kind of... How old were you when you came? Before, when I when came here, I was 18 years. 18 years 18 old. 18 years okay. old. But this is kind of how everything started with the detailing. Like, yeah. I'm a little bit like kind of OCD, if we want to call it yeah, that way. That's great with for detailers, some, man. <laughs> it's great. 
<laughs> good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it bugs you, but when you're detailing cars and you have OCD, you got to get it done, right? Or you go crazy until correct. you finish that. Yes. So anyways, um, once again, like the detailing started and when I find out, you know, that that was kind of for me mm -hmm. is when uh, one of those days, you know, it was Christmas, I think yeah. uh, I was six years old and my mom, um, well, all the kids, they used to get presents, you know, like little cars and stuff like that. Yes. But like our family, you know, they see the needs that we need, that we don't have like we want to call it money yeah. so they instead of buying me toys they was buying me like a shirt or like a pair of uh shoes or things like that your parents yeah like, like our family the you family, know the okay. family around us you know so yeah. my my like i started crying one day when i was open opening up you know a present <laughs> only only shirts man yeah <laughs> like why on? i get shirts and the other kids they are getting toys you know yeah. and then i start crying my mom asked me you know why you are crying and then i told her because i always get this i never get toys mm. so my mommy at my mom at the moment she don't got like the money or stuff like that yeah. but she find out the way to go buy me a toy mm. it was a little Volkswagen vehicle it was a red one so it was nice, the paint was shiny and everything. Yeah. So my grandpa, he used to wear glasses and he always was carrying them like a little microfiber, you uh -huh. know, cloth, you know, to clean up the glasses. Yeah. So I took one from him, you know. Yeah. When I was playing with my little toy, you, you know, and I put a fingerprint, uh, I didn't like it, so I was cleaning up, you know, yeah. that thing with that. So that's how Is I that find out. Is that when you realized you had OCD? Kind of, pretty uh -huh. much. So I kept the big, the little toy for about five years until someone stole it from me. But that yeah. thing was like... Oh, really? Red, you know, yeah. Like, that was your... So, <laughs> that was my, my <laughs> toy, you know. The only one, I would say, you know. Yeah. The only nice toy that I used to have, you know, yeah. back in the days. So... And so in, in, in Guatemala? That was in Guatemala, Gua yeah. Did, did you, uh, and you were living with your parents there and then after, that was after your dad passed away? Yeah, like I still was living with my mom pretty uh -huh. much. And that, like after, you know, five years, then I started working, you know, with, when okay, I was 10 that was five years. years later. Yeah, uh, And that of. was the welding? Like that's when I started doing welding, mechanic work uh -huh. and all that kind of stuff as a helper, you know. Yeah. Then I started learning things. Finally, my brother, he was able to set a shop because he see that I always keep his vehicle clean because he used to have a vehicle uh -huh. and I, I was always cleaning up the, his so vehicle. So you clean up his vehicle there? Yes. Still then, at a young age? Yes. I was uh -huh. like, let me see, about, let's say 10, 12 years. Yeah. I did my first detail in my, my dad's car. I was, uh, I think I was 10 years old or 11. Oh, for real? I used to, whoa. Oh. On the paint. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. Mm. I scratched this in all his car, like, entirely. <laughs> Imagine yeah. still, whoa, you're rubbing, and my dad was sleeping <laughs> back then. And he woke up, was like, Dad, look, I uh, cleaned your car for you. He looked at the Oops. car, he's like, what did you use? Because he could see the scratches. Yes. It's like, I used that on the bucket. It was still, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was bad. Yeah. He, he didn't get mad because he saw it was a good deed. <laughs> I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, you detail your uh, cousins? My, my brother's car. Your brother's. And then uh, he decided to open up a, like, over there, we, at the moment, we call it car wash, but it was yeah. actually a detail shop, mm -hmm. you know? So then we start the business and, like, still 
today the, the shop is open in Guatemala as well. Yeah. But once again, I came to United States and everything. So I worked for maybe, I want to say like five years mm -hmm. in Guatemala, uh, detailing cars over there. Then I came here and I started working as an electrician. On the electrical world, I started picking up some knowledge on different things, you know, electrical and how to put things together once again. Yeah. And that's when I start thinking about how to build a nice mobile detailing setup, mm. which you is the like, one I like have 11, right 11, 12 years old? No, here, uh, I was already oh, like, when, I, when I came here, oh, that was okay. already when I was 18 years. So, oh, yes. But, yeah. But I, your, bro your, uh, your uh, brother's garage, my brother, he's still in Guatemala, Guatemala, and he is the one who operates the garage in Guatemala. Guatemala, okay. Like, still today, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And besides that, when you were still there in Guatemala, did you, uh, uh, would you go out and, like, try to uh, sell services for somebody else aside from with your brother? Or? Yeah, like, I was the one, you know, was pretty much... Um, um, managing the the, mm. the shop in Guatemala, oh, so okay. I always was kind of trying to bring the clients mm, and yes. you know upsell things and yeah. all that kind of that because that's how we we yeah. used to do over there. You know, is it more hard sale there in Guatemala? Because I know in Brazil and more of the uh, countries around the Middle Eastern countries, I believe it's harder to actually. You got to be guerrilla sale. You got to be hard on them. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a little harder over there, especially the, like, you can, like, the pricing comparison mm. is, is tremendously, you know, from okay. whatever we charge here and what we can charge over there is, yeah. is different. Do they always try to get advantage, like the clients there too? Sometimes, sometimes the clients, they want to get, you know, cheaper prices and mm -hmm. stuff like that, you know, like, yeah. like, for example, if we say, okay, it's going to be 50 Quetzales is what we call our uh, money right. over there. It's 50 Quetzales and they ask like, can you do it for 30? <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> like yeah. things like that, you know, but. They don't value as much as they do here, the work of the person, right? Exactly. In, in Brazil, the same thing. Uh, they don't, even if you did a wonderful job, uh, I think more of the third world type of countries, they, they still want to get something, you know? You want yeah. to get, take advantage of still, as much as they can. Yeah, that's uh, That's what I found beautiful here, right? Like in the US, because everybody, they, you do a detail for them and they see, they see the value. Exactly. Obviously there's some, yeah. right? Yes. I think in Brazil is, uh, I don't know if in Brazil, I should have known something like that. I don't know if in Brazil they are doing, they have mobile detailers there. I know they have shops and everything, but in regards to mobile. It's a good chance because for example, I get calls from people from Colombia, Chile, like those those places because they they follow me on YouTube and they always call me asking me questions and help them out you know much as that I can especially the you know the people that are in other countries I try to help them out yeah. much they, because like I know how hard it is over there you know, in those, those countries um, I think you kind of have a step ahead here with the new stuff because what we have here let's see I bet like ceramic coating in Brazil for example. That thing is just coming in the market there. Exactly. Uh, graphene coating, much less graphene coating. Yeah. This is new here. We know it works and it's been proven, but there it hasn't gotten there yet. Okay. And what made you leave there and come to the U.S.? To help uh, my mother. Uh, like, okay. and help me as well, you know? Yes. Definitely. But to be able to, to help her 
and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Like I noticed that you can make more money here, so yeah, and that's help the, sure. the family as yeah. well, you know. So yeah. that was one of the things why I decided yes. to come here. And yeah. when you when you came here, uh, did you do other uh, side jobs as well until you start doing the detailing? Actually, like I start once again, I start uh, doing electrical work here, uh -huh. and I work technically. I work. 15 years doing electrical work, but I always was doing detailing on the side. Oh, okay. yeah. And that served you well this, this shop here. Right? <laughs> yeah. The electrical. <laughs> yeah. So, and pretty much, um, like, I, like I said, I worked like 16, uh, 15 years doing electrical work. I was, uh, I started as a helper, then I jumped into be a, a journeyman, what they call journeyman. Then a foreman, and then finally I get to be a superintendent as an electrician. But oh, so that. you're more skilled, and you can do more things like license work. No, like when 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 you come to be a superintendent is where you you have people uh, like under you to to kind of help them out to plan um, things. Like a supervisor. Like a su yeah, okay. supervisor. Okay. Uh, a, uh, they call it site superintendent. Uh, it's, but it's actually, yes, a supervisor. Learned some so, today. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that for about, I think it was two years as a supervisor. Um, and then uh, I decided to quit from doing that to go full time uh, building setups in the, the detailing side. Yes. The reason why? Because you do. Like, oh. Once I show, like six years ago, I think. I show the first setup that I built from a lot of things you know that I find yes. in the trash, if you want to call it that way. Oh, yeah. Because, like, recycling and then you recycling. Yes, that's what I did from my, with my but first setup. But did you start for your own, uh, initially for your own van? Uh, to exactly. For your own yes. You saw that you could offer that as a service. Exactly. When I finished my first van, then I post the final results on YouTube. And people start subscribing. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to show that so I like maybe they can take ideas. You know. Yes. But then, like people start commenting. You know, if I if I was able to build something for them, mm -hmm. and I start thinking, you know, yes, I can do it, but I still got my full time job. But yes. like we can do it in a weekend. You know. Yeah. But it is, have to be something simple. You know, uh, something that I can do. With the material that I used to work, you know, like the work, yeah. like the materials that I use in my van, you know. So and people start coming, you know, to, to my home, you know, and we start working, you know, from my garage. So you've actually started in your clientele from YouTube. Technically, uh -huh. like the majority, like ninety-nine percent of my client clients yeah. are from YouTube. Yes. Oh, and, and out of curiosity, now me being selfish, just to ask. Uh, so out of the YouTube, you got the clients, and how did you get the clients for, let's say, detail in itself? Did you, was it from the clients seeing video on YouTube and you wanted, they wanted you to do their car? Oh, you're talking about clients for... For detailing now. Oh, for, de no, for detailing now, like I started when I was living in South Carolina, because that, there is where I started, you know, like the detailing and offering as well the, uh, the mobile detailing setups. Oh, okay. Yes. So the clients are just like word of mouth. And okay, so, but you 